And welcome to the bonus episode for 450 of Conversation Street, the Coronation Street podcast with me, Gemma. And me, Michael. It's Christmas time. I hope Woo-woo, you guys Christmas. are having the best Christmas that you can. And if you're... We're all on lockdown again now. By the time this comes out, I think Saturday we're due to upload this. It's all over. Boris has told us we've got to go inside and stay there until it's all finished. But keep the windows open. Yeah. And keep on listening to podcasts. Yeah. There's not much else going on, is there? <laughs> So today we're doing listener questions which have been sent in on a very nice thread that I started on our Facebook group page. So if you want to join in with conversations like this, go to our Facebook group, not the page, the group, secret group that we've got where you can post about Coronation Street and um, it's only viewable by people in the group, which is quite nice. So you don't have random nosy friends and neighbours going, what are you talking about Coronation Street for? Yes, so we asked for special festive-themed listener questions. And usually on these segments, we do like two and we cover them in quite a lot of depth. But we thought, it's Christmas, let's do more than two and just go over them quickly. Not really give any of them our full consideration. But we will see because we wanted to make sure that we included as many people as possible in the yeah. list. So we've got like eight, nine, ten questions. I can't remember how many. So if we spend like even five minutes on them each, that'll keep us going for quite a while. Um, so we can talk for ages, but let's just do a question. We do a question. And Gemma, you don't know what these questions are, do you? No, you you set the questions. You read some of them come in, and then I picked out the ones that I yep. wanted to cover, but you haven't seen them I'm going yet. going in so blind. So Gemma is totally going to be crap. ad-libbing this. I've, got a couple of, I've written a couple of notes, but I'm also fairly blindly going into this. The first question is a nice easy one, because this just involves a little bit of research. Ellen wanted to know how many residents have a Christmas Day birthday. She says, are there more birthdays on Coronation Street? on Christmas Day or New Year's Eve. I feel like lots of people give birth on Christmas Day, but other than Nick, it's never really mentioned again. Well, the answer to that is nice and easy because there, there really aren't that very many. And it feels like There's it's a bit of a... There should be. It feels like it's a bit of a soap trope to have a character giving birth on Christmas Day. But actually, there hasn't been a Christmas Day birth on Coronation Street since 1998, since Billy and Becky Mallet were born. So, know, like, but... over 20 years ago. But but still, these characters would have had a um, a festive episode related to their birth. Like Joseph, Joseph was born on the twenty third of December in two thousand and eleven. But that was definitely Christmas themed because he was born at the nativity before during the nativity play. They totally Vicar Dibley that, didn't they? Yeah, we have, and we obviously got David, who's born on Christmas Day as well. He was born in nineteen ninety. And then a few Same others. Same year as Rosie, who was born yeah. on New Year's Eve. Yeah, previous day, Rosie was born in the back of Don Brennan's taxi in Rosamond Street, hence the name. Um, and then we've had a 26th of December, Ben Watts, who was a Curly and Emma's kid, delivered, I think it was delivered in the on the sofa of number seven, if I'm, right, I'm remembering rightly, with Norris there helping out. Yeah. And, um, and then Nick was 30th of December. So, yeah, not, not many... I said that really over Becky Mallet, Judy and Gary's kids. Oh. And if you're watching, sorry, if you're watching ITV3 at the moment, but that's a bit of a spoiler because all they've seemed to have done since they've arrived on the street is um, complained about not being able to get. to, to get Judy pregnant and about possibly being infertile and everything. But it all turns out all right because they have two beautiful, bouncing, bonny babies and then uh, Judy dies. She's like, I don't want Sad. to. I don't want to look after twins. Boring. Let's Cop it, I'm aren't going. I? Yeah, so um, there you go. Yeah. So we've had That's yeah, why it doesn't characters. get mentioned much, because there aren't very many. And nobody on New Year's Eve then? Yes. No. 
Oh, maybe Nick is New Year's Eve. Why have I got December the 30th here? I, I thought Nick was New Year's Eve. I don't remember. It doesn't matter, look. does You're it? You're on Wikipedia. I mean, Coropedia. No, I'm pretty sure that... Because um, we watched the episode where he was born, didn't we? And I think it was when... Um, I think it was when he was... Um, when he was born on New Year's Eve. Yeah, there you go. Coropedia says 31st of December 1980. Are and he didn't here. even appear until the next year. No. Right, so, so anyway, that's about as far as we can get with that one. And, well, I mean, do you think it's time for Coronation Street to have another Christmas yeah. Day birthday? Yeah. Just to... Just to flush him out. Yeah, I mean, they had, they had two killed off last year on Christmas Day, didn't they? So just to even it up a little bit. I think it's a bit late to To make start the scales now. rebalanced. I think I'll have to wait till next year if we want one. You might be. There has been babies turning up. Do you remember that year when... Um, Holly? The, hmm? Yes. Uh, Do you want to say who that is then? Is Jason, you... daughter. Jason's claim to be daughter in that, actually. Fake daughter. I think it turned out that it was Charlie Stubbs' daughter, wasn't it? But the girl turns up on the Grimshaw's um, uh, doorstep saying, I've got Jason's baby here. And he, he raises her for a little bit, thinking it's hers, but no. His. His. <laughs> it definitely hers. But yeah, it turns out to be Charlie Stubbs all along. Anyway... That's uh, that's it. Jodie. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you very much. Jodie's question is, what has been your favourite Christmas episode and why? Good question. Um, well, we just recently on um, our YouTube channel uploaded our top 10 Christmas Day moments, didn't yeah. we? So um, does it have to recorded. be a Christmas Day episode? I don't know now. This question doesn't seem to necessarily specify that, but I've kind of thought it, it was that. Um, I, I suppose we could branch out the discussion to other Christmassy things, although I can't say I'm fully prepared for that. I haven't the actual... watched a lot of Christmas, because, like, the first... Um, uh, we said this before, but Coronation Street didn't used to have, a, necessarily, an episode on Christmas Day for the first, like, 30 years. Um, no, the, the odd one stuff here and set there. set at Christmas, but not... Yeah, I mean, the, the, the highest rated episode of Coronation Street was that one where Hilda left, wasn't she? And that was Christmas Day in 1987. And we have watched that, that was really recently. And that was actually a really, really nice episode. It was only half an hour, none of these hour-long shebangs that you get these days. And that, that was very, very lovely and bittersweet. And, yeah, just kind of left you with a warm feeling. But, was, yeah, tinged with sadness with Hilda going. So I think now I've seen it, that definitely does rank up there for me. But, I mean, everything else that I put towards my top of my, my list on the top ten moments, like the, the Curly and Raquel seeing the star and everything, that's still up there. Nah. Still one that sticks in my mind is is the Teresa the Turkey episode. And, and for a lot that. of these, I'm remembering the moments rather than you know, the episode as a whole, it could be that the rest of Christmas 1997 was a load of rubbish, but only only enhanced by Les Battersby running over and then eating the turkey that they'd raised. Although I think the actual running over might have been a couple of days before Christmas. So it, it's hard to pick out a particular Christmas episode. Well, I liked, I liked the um, Annie Walker's This Is Your Life one. That was quite fun because that felt like very much a, like, that was time, an event, wasn't it? Time capsule as yeah. well of what it was like to to be alive in those that time and how exciting it was. This is your life and all the things that she got up to when before she was um, you know, the the landlady. Mm. That was really fun. I really liked the um the one in eighty seven when Hilda left. That was that was really nice. Last year's was pretty good, really, wasn't it? With, I'm just going with through Derek the and list. Robert getting killed off during it and the whole Winter Wonderland shootout, Shona getting shot in a box. Yeah, I, I don't like know that. how how much I appreciated it at the time, but looking back to it, there was a, there was a lot of great stuff that happened there. I, and a lot of the, the the problem with some of these and this question is it's been 
you know, that many years since I've actually seen the episodes. I haven't revisited many Christmas episodes since they're originally on. But with that in mind, another one that sticks out to me is probably the one where David screws up Christmas with the Platts by revealing to um, all and sundry that Bill is having an affair with Audrey. Oh, no, maybe everybody knew it already, and it was the fact that Maureen, Bill's wife, turned up, and then David revealed it to her. Well, that was fun, just because it was at peak nasty demon David period. So that was quite cool. Um, yeah, I I think um, I would say that th- those two of my ones, and then last year, and then the year when... Was it the year before when um, there was the fight in the in the oh street. yeah with Nick and Peter that was cool yeah I also we also watched and again this wasn't a Christmas Day one but it was quite Christmassy we watched recently the one where Derek is um, trapped in his Santa outfit oh yeah and he's walking uh, and then he's walking around to try and escape um, from his where is he, he was like a works dude wasn't he and he's yeah. climbing up by the clock tower and Jack and Curly walk past and Jack's drunk and he thinks he sees Father Christmas but it's actually just Derek that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, and also some of the pantos that they did were quite cool. Oh, I really liked the old pantos because it was literally well. a panto and they had to like, it was like double acting because the actors were playing their characters but the characters were playing a different character so it was really good fun. And, um, and they it, shipped in all the kids from yeah. various places to sit in the audience and, and half of and them didn't just, know who they were actually watching probably like if you if they had a panto on Corrie now there would be like drama behind the scenes and people telling each other that they had affairs or somebody dying of a heart attack or something but it was literally just we're performing <laughs> Cinderella sit there for half an hour and watch watch the characters perform a pantomime I mean there might have been the art oh somebody's are they going to make it up to the stage there in was, time there but it didn't few, get much there were a few oh, things like Emily's that oh Emily's got a bag of nerves there was definitely a scene where yeah there was lots of scenes where Emily was nervous there was definitely a scenes where people were getting drunk yeah um, because they brought beer with them behind the scenes and lots of like Dennis running around I think if you're a Dennis Tanner fan the early pantos that Corrie did were would have been highlights for you Uh, I think a lot of the original cast were very used to theatrical stage acting and putting on a big performance and knowing how to work the audience and everything and that translated really well on screen where they were able to get these audiences in there. And I, I, I don't know these days whether it would work quite so well. But I can't, they did a pantomime, they did a Cinderella about 10, 15 years ago, didn't they? Because I remember Claire Peacock being a Cinderella one year. Um, I don't know. Those are my favourite Christmas Day episodes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. fine. Right, next question. You, you, you are, you are Nafti wants that. to know which five Coronation Street characters would you invite for Christmas dinner? Ooh, good question. Um, I don't know. Who would you invite for Christmas dinner? Of the current cast. Would it, I mean, for you, Gemma, you yeah. do like cooking at Christmas. I love so it. Mine it has might to be, be people that like eating. Yeah, not someone who's going to take over and do the cooking. Or would you not mind that? No, I'd hate that. I, you know why? I, if you come into the kitchen while I'm cooking, I stop and look at you and wait for you to leave. Yeah. So you wouldn't want somebody like, you know, Robert or... or no, uh, Zidane or anyone like that to come and I don't want Robert you up to, a to be rotting on the on the kitchen floor and to have to keep stepping over his corpse. I think for the purpose of this question, we can bring people back to life. Oh, that's just every, that's for our like Christmas dinner with now us. you've now you've gone from like broaden the sixty odd to three hundred odd that I've got to try and remember. <laughs> I mean, if you're going all the way back, I probably would quite like. 
what see the thing is i'm i'm not a very good host i love cooking but i'm a, i'm a bit of a rubbish host i'm getting better i'm slowly learning to um to deal with people <laughs> outside of the meal but it used to be that I'd be like, right, here's your dinner. And then I'd be like, when are you leaving? Can you go now? <laughs> so you would want somebody who's more likely to leave and get I the like hint and want quite, to go home well, early. Not, I know. I, yeah. I do, not that I want people to leave. It's just I don't, I never plan beyond food. Well, I, I do now, but I didn't used or to. Or then so, somebody so who be would like, be natural entertaining. No, no, no. I'm thinking more like Emily and Mavis. Maybe like quietly sitting, sipping their, their port or sherry. And then they'd sort of go, oh, look at the time. It's. 7.30, it's getting really late. I must go home and have my hot chocolate. Or Annie Walker. No, she... Annie Walker wouldn't like anything. She'd, she'd be way too snobby. Anything I did wouldn't be good enough for her, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, okay. Alina would be quite nice to have. She's she's a current character. I think she'd be really sweet. teach you about our culture thing, yeah, would, Christmas dinners One thing I really love about food is about how it teaches you about different cultures. That's why I really like it on our Facebook group when people ask um, about food. So I can tell them about because some Canadian or mostly American people don't really know some things that we eat. Like there was a question about uh, <laughs> cheese and pickle sandwiches. And so we talk about the differences between different cuisines. But um, I remember when I was at university, I had co-workers who were Chinese when I was a cleaner. And um, they invited us around to teach us about yes. how to make dumplings. So that was really fun. And I'd like to teach Alina about like the Christmas dinner. And then she can teach me about what she likes to eat from okay, her country. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking of people that would make good conversation. I, I don't like, you know, I don't like talking and conversing with people. It's just a bit weird that I do a podcast called Conversations. That's because nobody talks but back to you. So Somebody like Fred Elliott might be quite fun to have there just to oh, he'd, but no, keep he'd be the a conversation bore. flowing. He'd be a really annoying. He'd just be... It, ugh, no, he he he'd criticise your choice of meat if you didn't get it from Elliot. I said, where do you get this? I said, where do you get this from? <laughs> um, well, what about... Billy. Billy would be quite nice to come around for Christmas dinner because he could say grace. Yes. Yeah, well, he'd make it feel nice and traditional. I'm also thinking, when whenever we have... I mean, one of, one of my major worries on Christmas Day is, are we going to have finished eating by the time the things that I want to watch on TV have come on? By which I mean Coronation Street and Doctor Who. So I'm thinking, who would like to watch Coronation Street and Doctor Who? Michael, you shouldn't be eating Christmas lunch at seven o'clock at night. Well, some pe- people have it all different times, don't they? It's Christmas lunch, though. Okay, well, even if you've had your lunch... If they're going to stick around, like I said, we're not going to kick them out straight away after. They it needs to be somebody to who's going to stick around. And, so who would want to sit and watch themselves on Coronation Street? Who, oh. who Somebody like, you know, Michelle, maybe. <laughs> Probably quite enjoy watching this, although she's not in it anymore, of course. Yeah, she wouldn't like it then, would who she? Who else is kind of... Oh, yeah, that's true. Who else is vain on Coronation Street? Oh. Kind of. I don't know whether that's really a... I don't think it's a general... I mean... No. Yeah, I can't you think of very, very many Asher. self-obsessed people on Coronation Street at the moment. No, I don't know. I'm just having, having a look down the list of you've, characters. You've put this into a, a dead end. I mean, well done. Le- Leanne, maybe? Um, Leanne's not vain. Oh, no, she's... she's um, I'll tell you, I would like Nina, Roy... She likes to be the centre of attention sometimes. Mavis, Emily, and after five. Um, yes, you do have to have Nina, five. Roy, That's uh, the rules. And Abby. Abby would But be I think nice Abby would get really friend. drunk. Or would, but would she'd be a laugh. Like that? She'd be, she'd, she'd be laughing. She, she could she's like, a fun drunk. She would, uh, can you imagine what Abby would think of Mavis? 
Seed would be fascinated by oh, her, yeah. probably, and think she was absolutely <laughs> yeah. balmy. See, I quite like, I maybe have Dr. Gaddas round for, for Sunday. In case somebody chokes. Yeah, very important if anyone yeah, chokes yeah. On, a, on a turkey bone. But, you know, I don't know much about her. It'd be a chance to pick her brains about what she gets on. What about she's if we had. Doing a doctoring. Round Jenny, Toya, Imran. Now, I wouldn't want Dirk. Toya around, Gemma, because wouldn't you have to cook something special? I've cooked, for her? Ve- I've cooked vegan Christmas yeah, dinner. Yeah, I know, but when you've had to cook vegetarian and vegan Christmas dinner before, it's not been easy for you, has it? The only you have, it's objection. Been a bit of an extra no, it thing. hasn't been difficult. The only objection I had was the fact that the people that were vegan were only vegan like three weeks before Christmas Day. Oh, okay. And I so felt that that been... was slightly slightly irritating time to decide when you're not even doing the cooking. Toya's been rocking the vegetarian for years And then, then try to give now. me a nut roast and say, I don't care, just cook this. And it's like, I'd actually like to make you something that I prepared for you that you will <laughs> like. Not just some crappy piece of rubbish sawdust in a in a tin <laughs> i'd say that yasmin might be a nice choice but she might start getting ptsd about charlotte Bronte oh yeah that's true i'll just serve some some beef <laughs> so i'm having toya imran dirk jenny and um yasmin and i'd say can we just can you just break character <laughs> what about sam wouldn't sam be nice to have around for christmas day I, no no i, th- I like watching him i like watching him on the tv but i don't want to listen to him telling me about the history of Christmas. Okay, okay, fine. So, um, do you want my five then? No. I, I haven't. What? Well. Oh, okay then. Go on. I haven't got five. <laughs> I haven't. Well, I haven't, I haven't thought five. about this. Well, then why are you trying to foist okay, it? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Abby. I'm gonna go. Um, I think. I think Craig might be quite nice. To oh have yeah, Craig would he's, be he's lovely. Nice, and he's bet, lovely. I bet he's got impeccable manners. Yeah, I bet he does. Although, Although where would he get them from? I don't know. I don't know whether he'd get OCD about. He hasn't got that anymore. <laughs> He's got over that, hasn't he? I forget. Yeah. Um, Emma might be nice. I think she'd oh, be full right. of the joys yeah, of Craig Christmas. Craig and Emma. Yeah, I've changed my mind. Maybe do a bit of matchmaking between Craig and Emma, you know, if we got them around every Christmas what day. What about Faye? No, Craig and yeah, Emma. Craig and Emma. Uh, Fizz, get her away from the kids. I think Fizz would be really grateful to be invited around our house for Christmas dinner because she wouldn't have to... As long as she doesn't turn into one of these people who can't wait to get away from their kids, but then when they do, they won't shut up about them. <laughs> um, Imran and... Toya. No, I'm not having Toya. I don't want any veggies around for my, my Christmas That's dinner. That's so mean. I apologise for any vegetarians. See, why? I'm saving me cooking. Ask you, <laughs> There's no skin Can on I my nose, you actually. Why? I got that reason. Because, because it's not me that has I, to prepare it. I Although maybe it's more washing up. If right. we have to have an extra vegan so course and vegetarian this? courses. You are. I'm not obviously. cooking from if I'm not invited. You're coming. It's me, you, and these other five people. Maybe maybe Moira can come round just to she can tell us what she's been up to this past twelve months that we've yeah, not seen. Yeah, why are you, Moira? <laughs> I think I think I've had five there. Let's uh, let's go on to the next question. Um John wants to know you've drawn, this is for a secret Santa, Leanne, Daniel, Nina. Paul and Gail, and he wants to know which pre- what present we would buy for each word. I don't know what what's special about those particular characters. Whether John picked them at random, but um, right. Any any thoughts on this one, Gemma? Just okay. off the cuff. Daniel and Leanne, they're getting self help books. I'm thinking. I'm thinking more of like an executive stress toy for Leanne. Something that she could give a good squeeze she's to. Stress. She's grieving. She's, she's very highly strung. Yeah, is Miss Battersby. But I, I want to like. I'll get her a book about grief and maybe like a nice um, lavender scented hot uh, 
pillow thing that you can put in the microwave. I'll get, I'll get her a, a stress toy in the shape of Mr. Tickle, just to remind no, her. No, you're so cruel. <laughs> She'll squeeze it and the arms go. Woo-hoo-hoo. Or maybe some kind of nice, how about um, a nice sleep, like a sleep, help sleep thing. I got your sister one of those after your mum died. Like a nice, Is it like one of these soothing, plug-in sleepy... things that you can get for cats. What drugs? <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, uh, Leanne has had a history. Can you imagine if they legalised um, marijuana here and they had like a like a plate, a Glade plug-in diffuser, and just weed <laughs> coming out of it? So they have those in other countries. Chill you out. Canada, they, I don't, I don't think it's a pleasant smell. I don't think that anybody wants to be plugging it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Daniel would get a book. I don't know if there's a book that's called Just Get Over It or something I was like gonna, that. I thought you were going to say, I don't know if there's a book that Daniel doesn't already have. <laughs> well, I think he's the sort of person who just pretends he's read things. Although, I, I don't know whether I trust Daniel with books after what he did with Ken. No. He, it's like it's like giving... Use it as a weapon. Yeah, it's like giving old um, Jeff a bread knife for Christmas. You don't know what he's going to do with it. It's stabby stabby. No, I'm getting him a, a book called Shut Up, No One Cares. Seamus Heaney's Greatest Hits definitely already got some that some kind of boring poem book what do you get Nina I get her I get him a, a book of Manchester poem poets oh maybe like a, a Lowry and picture or something and he has to pretend that he, he likes it be, be all artsy and knowledgeable about it I, I, yeah I, I get I, him a tea towel with a Lowry print on it yeah <laughs> yeah well the or well, maybe maybe we could get him oh no that would that be a valid I was going to say get him like a robot maid but now that now that he hasn't got Sinead around the house anymore but he might end up Thinking it was a sex bot or something. Oh, for God's sake. I get <laughs> yeah, Nina. They'll own anything, will Daniel? I get In his ni- grief. What? Go on, what are you going to get? I wasn't, I've got no idea. I, you, you talk, I'll, I'll add something in. I'll get Nina an almanac. Of, I've got these of things that happened every day of the year uh, for, for murders and horrible, weird things. I got one for Manchester, I got one for Lancashire. Um, I presume in in the world of Coronation Street, there's one for Weatherfield, but it's like literally it comes from the historical records, and it's like on this day in 1885, um, a young man was discovered to have murdered his parents, and all that I'm kind sure of that they excited. released a book where back in like 20 years or so ago, they had Ken Barlow pretending or not in real life, but in, in the show as well, writing a book about the Weatherfield butcher or what, what was it the they Car- released it in real life by ken barlow yeah that's just Why that's just triggered something in my head it. and it's it was where fred elliott found that his great his granddad was a was a murderer or something i'm trying to remember it's that. a like, real life item i think i think it is i'll have to have a look at this later maybe, maybe nina would appreciate that i don't know i, yeah, I, I, I don't want to be really dead cool but uh, yeah but i don't want to get anything like stereotypically gothy because what are you saying that what I just said was stereotypical no I'm just saying if I'm thinking of other gifts like what would you get a goth like you know a mug with a bat on or something she's probably got all of that and when people make jokes about her gothiness and like you know does she only come out after dark or whatever she doesn't usually appreciate that well, you, to be honest this is probably the most you've had to think about presents ever in your life it's not generally I buy my all thing. the presents, including my own presents. <laughs> and we had to have a fight earlier today because you bought yourself an Apple Watch. And I said, I wanted you to have an Apple Watch. And you said, no. Then you decided to buy one for yourself anyway. And you wanted to open it today. And I said, can it not be a Christmas present? And we had a big fight about it. We did have a bit of a fight about it, but you won. And I don't know where you've hidden it now. Um, now, or do, I, do we just like... 
I want you to. I Do want we give, to give Nina a nice, a nice pink dress or something? No, why would she want? She doesn't like it. So you're basically saying, I don't want to buy something you like because that's stereotypical. <laughs> I'm going to buy something you would hate. She might not have considered it I before. I don't want to be too cliche about it. I think you're being a bit cliche, actually. <laughs> All right, fine. How about Get her another kind of skull-themed... A nice fan. A nice black fan. Yeah, maybe. Or like some kind of... Um, Victorian oh some kind of Victorian brooch that she could put some kind of how about a Victorian morning brooch with her dead dad's face in it oh could we get her a, a ticket to Highgrove Cemetery yeah I think she'd I like love that. that she'd love it um Paul uh, just a new pair of pajamas yeah something something normal something so that he doesn't have to wear that ridiculous unicorn onesie that they've decided is hilarious for him to wear at the moment I can't this, think yeah, of any, really don't like it. anything else or maybe you, maybe you remember that game in the 90s you could get that dream phone game where you could phone dream up people phone. and it'd be dates and it'd be these hunky boys that phone you up yeah so I, I think he'd like that it'd tie into his um, he wants to get a hunky boy and also, he, he likes talking dating. on the... Oh, it doesn't matter. He won't be for... Not if Todd gets his way. He won't be for long. So but also, he, get, he likes talking on the phone, doesn't he? It'd get him out of trouble, wouldn't it? Talking on the phone like he does at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that idea. Okay, there we go. That's that's for Paul. And Gail... Gail um, might be tricky. Lobotomy. Well, <gasps> <gasps> she already has one. <laughs> she needs another... Or maybe just the bit of brain they took out and put it back. <laughs> You're so cruel. Here we go, Gail. We found it down the back of the sofa. Um, I... Don't agree with that. I think that's mean. I think I want to get her something like a nice cashmere turtleneck. She likes them, doesn't she? Or yeah. like a big a big paddle brush. I think. Or like a a Dyson hair curler. Just I don't know a, what this secret weekend. I don't know what the secret Santa budget is because we're spending quite a lot of money. Here. It's usually like five pounds, isn't it? Five ten pounds maybe. We're like but so, there's things are cheap budget. up north. I'd buy it up there. Yeah, I've just found, you're right, there is a book called The Cartwright Murders, Weatherfield Yesterday by Ken Barlow. I thought so. And Stephen Bennett. <laughs> I wonder how much of that Ken actually contributed to do. The first review says, intriguing story, wonderfully written. Ken Barlow really is a talented man. Are you going to buy yourself a copy of that now? And then there's another one that says, how does Ken find the time to do all of this? Does Deirdre know or is she too busy shack- bit off shacked up with Mike? <laughs> don't say it won't happen we've all seen that hussy in action before wooing all before her in those rectangle specs <laughs> I think they should definitely make a movie of this with Ken solving crime but I reckon Ken's too shy to appear on TV this was by Derek Tracy oh well, there you go maybe Nina would like that <laughs> I think I think we've got That's some quite nice idea. got some quite nice presents there haven't we yeah um, okay should we, should we go on to the next question yeah um, what have we got Jesse it's another one about about Christmas presents um, like, so we can pick anybody we like. I've got and my think you've of a got, Christmas present. Let me have my notes back. No, I'm trying to buy a book. <laughs> what book? That book? Yeah, I'm buying a cart right now. It's live book buying on the podcast right now. Well, this is what happens. This is me in a nutshell. I'm trying to think of Christmas presents for people, and I'm just buying myself things. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So Jesse wants to know. Pick pick uh, some characters and describe the perfect Christmas gift for them. Oh yeah, Jesse says Daniel would be. Daniel would be a job and locking him in the 19th century literature of Barnes and Noble for three days. Yeah, getting him a job. I agree with that. Is this just basically the same question, except... No, except we can pick whatever characters we want. And maybe there is more of a a budget than there would have been on The Secret Santa. Where's the... Oh, here we go. Um, Ruby, I would would buy her 
um, an all expenses paid trip to Disney World when there's no coronavirus because she's so precious and I love her and um, I want her to be happy. Where has Ruby gone? We've not really seen Ruby come back, have we, since the summer, as far as I remember. I would buy Abby a makeover, um, like, experience with, like, uh, and photos, because I reckon she'd really love that. She likes dressing up, she likes a red lipstick. She'd be able to show off all her lovely pictures to everybody. Mm. That'd be quite fun. I would buy... Um, I'd, I buy would... I'll, I'd buy Adam a That's crash helmet. presents. Uh, yeah, that, that would have been useful. A bit late now, isn't it? Yeah. I would buy Arthur... Um, a <laughs> pillow that just says apply pressure here and I'd leave him to it next time he goes to visit his wife in hospital. <gasps> That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I was thinking, he wants it. I was thinking, oh yeah, so when they go camping, he doesn't get uncomfortable <laughs> on the floor. No. No. He's just smother his wife. You're horrible. I'd buy um, Audrey a nice uh, voucher from Jigsaw, which is where most of her tops come from. <laughs> Bernie um, Winter, some kind of like um, Swarovski encrusted goblet for her to drink cider out of and think she's classy. I'd get, I'd get Bernie some. I thought we were only going to say Swarovski. I thought we were going to say some of those hippie crystals or something because she's into all that. Oh new yeah, I get her. She? Remember? Oh, I know. I do. I get her. I get her. Um, I get her a mobile. And dangling off of it would be a crystal for every month of the year. And so every every first of whatever month, she can sort of touch it and, and ask the crystal for good good um, vibes. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Sounds, I'm going to invent that and sell it on Etsy now. Billy just needs a guide for how to be an archdeacon properly because he's not been Arch the best vicar. Deacons for dummies. So maybe if he had some kind of guide book to it, that might come I'm in I'm getting useful. Brian a bloody book about how to garden because he was tricked far too easily by Jeff telling him about broad beans. He needs to go back to basics. <laughs> Fine. Um, Can't anything in black. I'm going to get her a black scarf. Um... Craig, oh, I'm going to get him a set of dumbbells. I'm going to get Dev some of Sinead's beard oil because he's still yeah. rocking that face for us, isn't he, that he came back from lockdown with. Looking um, good. Chesney, a one-way ticket to anywhere. <laughs> and he can live there, please. That's so harsh. I don't care. Um, Debbie, apparently people don't like her coat. On our Facebook group, they were being very rude. Um <laughs> I get her. A I get her um, a new coat. I get her a new pair of danglies for her ears because she does like. There are dangly earrings, doesn't she? Does does Debbie? Oh yeah, I get Ed Bailey. I get him a new beanie. <laughs> I get him. I get him an old Bob Marley record. No, it's um, not stereotypical. He likes the Emma, tunes. I get him a nice. I get her a nice pink umbrella. Mm-hmm. She likes pink things. Um, Evelyn, there's nothing you could buy Evelyn that she wouldn't hate. What about even what, if she liked it, she'd say Gary? she hated it. What would it. Gary like at the moment? Uh, I'd get him some nice rattan furniture that he can sell in his shop for a reasonable price. I'd get him something that he could um, smuggle into into jail where he's soon surely to be heading. I'd get surely him a bum phone. not. No, what a bum phone. Yeah, yeah take one in with him. Um, George Shuttleworth. I don't know enough about him to really pick anything for him. No. Yeah. Um, Imran. What does he want? I'd get him a nice calligraphy set. New coat. He, he likes writing. No, he loves that coat. What do you mean? He does love that coat, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, James, I get him a little football. I think maybe little, would just I know like... what I get him. A little foot of like a finger football kit that you can play oh, on. It's a Sabutio. Yeah, I get him Sabutio. And I bet you then would go, I love Sabutio when I was a kid. Yeah. 
they'd be able to bond and over then that, him and they? him and michael would play it while james sat in the corner just sulking probably i'd get um johnny connor a christmas cake with a file baked in the middle again could come in useful for where he's soon to be heading i can only assume i'd get jenny wine just because i love watching her be drunk she you can't give a landlady wine i don't care i know it's terrible but i, I she'd she'd drink it immediately. I'd get some she'd say, there's no point saving this i'm surrounded by it <laughs> and then she'd get drunk and then she'd start telling me what she really thinks of me <laughs> kevin webster also a stress toy because he is an angry little man isn't he he is an angry maybe get him um, maybe get him like um some kind of coloring book for adults what a rude one no for grown-ups oh okay not an adult coloring a mindfulness book. Coloring, a coloring book for adults um kirk i think kirk would just be happy with like you know those little fortune telling fish that you can get inside of a cracker I keep him busy for hours. Yeah, or a mood ring, or perhaps a book of cracker jokes. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Maria, what? Like, I get her um, a book about how to develop a personality. I get her a bike, and it'd be one of those ironic presents. Uh, <laughs> Mary, I get her a subscription to fourteen the fourteen times, and we. Could She's go- already got the unexplained. Oh no, did it. Maybe the inexplicable brings back bad memories of Brendan. We could then text each other about what we thought about the latest. We could get Mary a little bird feeder so she could attract that robin Mm. that she thinks um, Brendan's spirit is inhabiting. Maybe like um, one of those ones that sticks to the window. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael, some kind of adventures handbook. Uh, Maybe like... Maybe one of those books about what how to deal with somebody in your life who's a narcissistic liar. Mm. Um, Norris, Google Glass, because he's got his glasses already, and this way he'd be able to record everything that he was he saw and he heard. Yeah, and he'd be able to relive it back and use it to blackmail people. Yeah, I think that'd be a very handy gossip tool. I would buy Ray a large stretch of pristine untouched amazonian rainforest because oh, he would that. love to develop that wouldn't he how nice of causing you. the ultimate amount of chaos possible to as many people and future generations ar- around the globe yeah what about sally what would you get what's something that you know only a so that she'd think would be amazing i mean that that chimney that she got recently was the oh, ultimate yeah. you know classy in her mind gift what other sort of things? The uh, set with her name on it. I can't, I can't think of things that she like thinks that hoity-toity people have. Yeah, and middle class like a salt pig. <laughs> a salt like... pig with the Metcalf family written on it, or something. Yeah, something like that. Or uh, a bottle of prosecco. I don't have the same aspirations as Sally, so I'm. Or not, I'd I'm buy her. Here. A trip to a vineyard where at the end of it you can write your name on a bottle of wine. Yeah, okay. And and then she'd have this wine and she'd be every single time she gave it to anybody, she would tell them that she was there at the vineyard and she helped make this wine. Mm. Um Sam chipped a uh space. Chipped a space, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe just the Kennedy Space Centre. Or maybe like um maybe I'll get my friend Elon to um do like a Zoom chat with him. Yeah. Um, I, I think we kind of got through people. Simon Barlow, I'll get him a bag. A bag? Yeah, and he could sit in it and I'd just tie it up and just put him in the Chuck corner. Chuck it in the canal. <laughs> um, Sophie, new clipboard. Susan Gallus, I get her the complete series of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Toya, I'll get her. Baby. Yeah, a little baby. I'll just find a baby somewhere and get, get give her that. 
She'd love it. Uh, maybe she just needs a proper vegetarian's cookbook because all she knows how to make is veggie lasagna. There are other options available, so I hear. Yeah, how about um, a look, Harry Biker's vegetarian there we go. book? I think we're sorted. There you go. There's our there's our Christmas gift left, everyone. Do do write in and tell us any of yours. I'm all right. I can I can pretty much like think of one thing for almost everybody, but then the next year I can't think of anything else <laughs> apart from that, and then I start to wonder whether I already gave it to them. <laughs> just, get it, just get it for them again. I'm sure they're all too polite to mention it. Yeah. Um, Liz wants to know what does Dirk do at Christmas. Oh, he doesn't go Christmas carolling, that's for damn no, sure. No, he don't, well, we, we all know that Silent Night is his favourite carol, but even he can't say that. No. Maybe he just lives it up and he is has wild, raucous maybe parties just like, when he's not at work. Maybe he's, like, cursed, and Christmas Day is the only day of the year that he can make a noise. Mm. And he's got this, um, he's got an ex that he hates, and he goes around their house and screams at them through the window for 24 hours. Until God goes, that's enough. This is why you're not allowed to speak. And then clicks his fingers, and his back just being silent again. I'm trying to think of what Dirk actually likes to do, and a lot of it Clip involves boards. clipboards and packing. So maybe he's one of Santa's little helpers. I think he might be. I can but then he'd have it. a day off, then, wouldn't he? That's the only day of the year that he would be able to rest. Or maybe matter. he's one of these annoying people who's Puts like on at his work. Hat, goes up to the as, North Pole. At work, as soon as everything's finished. He's like right onto the next thing, and and everybody's re- relaxing because it's Christmas Day and they don't have to deliver anything. And he's like, "Well, no, no, we've got to get on with Christmas. Christmas twenty twenty one. It's got to be the best Christmas ever. Let's all get started making up these toys, everybody." Mm. There you go. I, I don't think there's much more we can add to that, but I think we think we've got a few good ideas. I also there. think he probably eats lots of food because if you're not talking you can fit more in your face maybe do you, you think he just eats sprout after sprout after sprout and Why? then he really is silent but deadly <laughs> i don't need to you speak. are what you eat i don't need to speak my <laughs> bum does all the talking <laughs> okay um next fiona says percy was a santa at Batterboys years back which characters would you consider to play santa and what kind of santas would they be any fat old man um, I have to correct you here, Fiona. I think if Percy Sugden heard you saying that he was Santa, he'd not be very happy with no, you he... at all. He was Father Christmas. San- Santa is an, <laughs> an Americanization ab- abomination, isn't it? Is. It is, yes. Absolutely terrible. Who would who'd I don't be care. nice? I, I say Santa. Who'd be a nice traditional Father Christmas? I'm thinking, you know, I think Fred Elliott Fred might Elliott be good. Fred Elliott is the only one, yeah. Uh, Archie Shuttleworth, maybe. So it's just somebody um, jolly and not... I bet Jerry Booth would make a lovely Father Christmas, oh, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, I love Jerry. He just Jerry. gets sad that he wouldn't be able to actually give you everything that you asked for. Um, I want... Oh, Jack Walker. Oh, yeah. There's been, quite a, there's been quite a few nice old men. Yeah. I think can make lovely Santas. I think Ed would make a great Father Christmas Didn't because he... he's got a really cool deep voice and he could go, ho, ho, ho. Well, I thought, I thought I've got memories of Ed actually being a Father Christmas last well, year. Wasn't he a Father practice. Christmas at the Winter Wonderland? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, okay. There you go. Well, he's got four men. Oh, Craig would make a nice Father Christmas. He's too young. He? Yeah, is that... Are you not it's got to be a, you've got to be over the age of like 50. Okay. Uh, Harry, Harry Hewitt? Yeah. He'd be nice, wouldn't they? But be, he, the question is, what kind of Santa would they be? Well, these would all be nice traditional Santas. If you want a bad Santa, then just, you know... Adam Barlow. Pat Phelan, Jeff Metcalf, or all the classics. Adam Bradley. I would Adam like, Bradley, Alan Bradley. I would like a sarcastic um, Adam Barlow, Father Christmas, who's like, you're not getting anything, go home. Mm. 
I'd want to know what sort of Father Christmas like Lewis Archer would be. He'd probably like be the sort that when the mums take their kids to see Father Christmas, the mum's like, you stay here, kid. I'm going to go and sit on Father Father Christmas's lap myself. <laughs> no, it'd be like... What do you want, young lady? They, they, the kids would be going home and they'd be like, Mummy, I got this... I got a calculator from Father Christmas, but all the pocket money in is gone out of my bag. <laughs> and she, and she, their mums would just come home with his phone number. Um, yeah, that'd be a good Christmas gift, wouldn't it? Louis Archer's phone number. I think that maybe, like, I don't know how you'd convince him to do it, but Alec Gilroy might make an amusing, stingy Santa. Yeah, he, yeah. You everything. want what? 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 Your, your parents are made of money? Tell him to come to the Rovers. <laughs> Reg would be um oh, he could per- make a Reg would be arrested immediately for being a perv Come and sit on my knee. Come and no. reach inside my sack. Oh, I think mum should come and have a sit on my knee. It's like, <laughs> no, thank you. Come on, children, we're leaving. We've become Jewish. <laughs> um what sort of Santa would Nick make? He'd be an angry Santa probably. No, I think he's What the heck is that? I don't even know what that is. You want a what? God Children these days. No, I think he'd, he's, he's, it feels like he's too happy now. Mm. He'd be like, oh, you remind me of my son, Sam. Would you like a telescope? And the kid'd be like, no, I don't, I'm not interested in space that at nerd. all. <laughs> um, who else? I'm just thinking about the, like, you know, portly. I mean, we're being very sexist here. We haven't had any female Santas. Santa. Mary. Mary Sexy Christmas. lady Santa. Oh, what about Leonard Swindy? What sort of, what sort of father Christmas would he make? He'd be like, do you know that the commercialisation of Christmas is driving rampant um, overconsumption in this country? And that's one of the major reasons why I decided to work in a department store so I could make money out of it. <laughs> oh, Spider would probably be like that, wouldn't he? If you asked him to be a Santa, he'd... Uh... Leonard Swindley would, would be torn between like the, the fact that it's far too secular and, mm. and the fact that he wants to sell you something from his department store. Yeah, true. Okay, there's there's our picks for for Santa's everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, next question. Well, this is similar to one we've had before. Um, which character would cook the best Christmas dinner? We said who we'd like to have round for Christmas dinner, but who would be the best chef, Gemma? I mean, we've got the the, the cooks on the Corrie cast are people like Robert. I think Robert would make it too fancy. You'd probably love I'd it. Love it to have can you know I, the I, the say? world's best chef. Cooking like, your Christmas turkey dinner. Dinner is a very specific set of dishes that has to always be served. I know that in different countries, is is there are different foods, and like because Thanksgiving being so close to Christmas, sometimes Americans wouldn't want to have a turkey, or they have different things. But in this country, has to be turkey or some kind of poultry mm. or a roasted meat of some kind. Has to be roast potatoes, has to be gravy, and then you have to, you know, there'll be stuffing and like uh, little sausages with bacon wrapped around them and Brussels sprouts and all that kind of stuff. But you have to have a roast dinner. I think as long as he didn't try to be too five star about it, Robert oh, would probably God. be the one that I'd enjoy the most. I think but it'd be amazing. He'd I'd probably love put it. too much fancy, fancy, horrible stuff. No, like, uh, shut up. Artichoke hearts and. I don't even think that Robert would be parsnips able. Parsnips and. You're I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want all of that. Um, but, uh, Zidane, maybe, also good. I would really like to good have... Cook, apparently. I mean, I would go... I would, like, I would have to have my Christmas dinner somewhere else at another time to, to satiate my, my cravings for Christmas dinner. But I would really like to have somebody who wouldn't necessarily cook something traditional. Like, maybe Zidane would like to cook some Pakistani food mm. for, that he likes. 
Obviously, well, he it's can not make something. He can make something out of the turkey leftovers, can't he? Well, he can if he wants to. I won't be around. Um, <laughs> I, I would like. Um, I'd actually really like if Toya or somebody cooked me what they would like, you know, to have for their Christmas. Not roast. It's going to be pretty much the same thing, apart from. I'm really sorry for any vegetarians. I know you're that being are listening really to this podcast. rude. I'm being incredibly rude. My sister is considering a how fussy sorry. you are that you won't. I know. I'm really, really else <laughs> in there, in there, and at least they are doing it for a reason. All are welcome. Yeah, I would. I like King Diff. I, I when your sister told me that she was vegan last year, I was really excited about the opportunity to cook her some special things, and she didn't. Wasn't interested. You're right. I'm, I'm very, very rude. Um, what about Percy? Good cook. Yeah, I, I don't well, know I think he's... he's good at volume, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know whether it'd actually the quality would be there. Um, no, I think he's got a good quality. I think it's fairly decent. I don't know but... whether he'd be a little bit too traditional. No, I like it. What the hell? Are you, you can't be too traditional at Christmas. No, I remember like my granddad used to cook us Christmas dinners sometime and, and it was just a bit, you know, not, not quite enough gravy and maybe you get like two potatoes each or... Okay, well, that know. sounds like... Betty Betty would be a good one. I reckon that she'd make it nice and hearty. I bet she makes gravy from scratch. What does proper, that mean? You know, proper, you know, with the, with the, no, I with like the flour gravy. in and everything in a no, tray. No, I don't like flour gravy. I do. I do. Maggie used to make that. That was nice. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Not Maggie Clegg. Oh, right. <laughs> the Maggie I'm Rogers sorry movie. I don't make good enough gravy. Your gravy you. is lovely. But I think, I think that Betty might... flour and, gravy. And, and, and Betty's, hot, uh, Betty's roast dinner would be properly artery-clogging goodness excuse me mine can give you a heart attack <laughs> so i don't know what you're even saying um no he's not a, he's not a chef but i think fred elliott he'd, he'd give you a nice he'd joint give you of, some really decent nice joint of beef properly cooked succulent meat yeah like a really nicely huge like, fluffy ro- uh, yorkshire puddings oh yeah and 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 maybe one or two vegetables which is all i need Carrots and, and peas. Yeah, carrots and peas we'd get with Fred Elliot. I think I'd be happy with that. Oh, I'm waiting. Bit of gammon, a bit of turkey, bit of beef, all on one plate. Oh, it's like... Potatoes, ro- Yorkshire's, and then peas. But, yeah, it would be like going to a carvery over Fred When you Elliot go to the carvery and they say, what meat would you like? And you're like, why? All of them. <laughs> all of the meats, obviously. Stupid question. Um, next question. <laughs> um, Nancy would like to know, what is our idea of a Coronation Street Christmas. So when you think when you think okay. Corrie at Christmas, Gemma, and you've got your expectations set out for the years, 25th of December okay. festivities, what do you actually want? Right, I want fighting. I want a big blowout. I want some kind of com- com- comical, um, comical street fight between as many people as possible. And then I want a rover scene and I, and I want some kind of musical montage that I can go, oh God, I hate it when they do this. Do you actually want that? Yeah, I do. I want a stupid cheesy Christmas song playing over a panning of the street and all people looking and, and Rita has to be there. And so there's got to be some to, like, kind of sing. ironic lyrics about how wonderful Christmas time is and no, everyone's no, no, looking no, sad. No, 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 it's cheesy. I don't want misery. I don't want any of this to be miserable. I want them to have a nice old fight and <laughs> then they all make it. up at the end. Like, like, how men do sometimes where they're like look mate I just wanted to blow off a bit of steam no hard feelings I know you're blind now and everything but we we sorted it out haven't we and the other one goes yeah too right mate let's go down the rovers and have a nice pint okay that's what I want sounds good um, I, 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 I want a family I, scene I want people a happy having a Christmas family dinner. Christmas I want a there s- needs to be some kind of shocking secret reveal but this is what is your idea of Coronation Street at Christmas not, not what do you want out of an episode well, there's got to be some kind of well I'm taking it how 
how what I, what expect? I expect. I expect somebody to be cooking dinner for people who can't cook and ruins everything. This Christmas, if I don't see Aggie making some weird concoction, they've missed a trick. Like, oh, I decided yeah. to um, make Yorkshire puddings, but... The traditionally, you can also have them as a dessert. So I've put golden syrup on them, but I'm <gasps> serving them with... Right, Aggie's now cooking turkey. my Christmas dinner. So you'd like turkey and, and um, golden syrup? I've, I, I'd try it. And, like, I'm going to put Marmite on my roast potatoes. No, I don't have that. And I'm going to put um, anchovies in the gravy, because that's a really nice, savoury taste. Anything else for Christmas? Christmas things? Um, I want there to, I, I want there to be something. Someone. I want there to be something shocking and unplanned for. And I think I'll quite often I'll like, go into Christmas episodes expecting the unexpected and don't always get it, which is why Robert's death last year was was quite exciting for me. Like Toya going Imran for Christmas this year, we're gonna have roast beef. I'd love that. How shocking! Yeah. Anything else? Snow? No snow? Snow. Snow just as the credits fall? Yeah. And no somebody snow going the outside. episode before and no snow the episode <laughs> yeah. after. Just and Nick and, Nick and Sam standing outside in wonder at the snow and then Sam says some fact about snow. Yeah. Spoiling it. I li- I'd like there to be, and I know we're not going to get it this year, some kind of jolly rovers get together at the end. I, I want the structure of it to be everyone's having their own little individual problems or whatever in their families, but they all go to the rovers and have a good old knees up with a sing song around the piano. Yeah. I love that with Ina on the piano, yeah. tinkling the ivories. I don't know if any of the current characters actually played the piano. No. But um, it's so. time that somebody learned because that is Learn a, the a bloody curry piano, tradition you bunch that is sadly, of uh, sadly fallen by the wayside. Um, finally, our last question for this evening. I think I think this this quick this fire Christmas questions works as a structure. Um, and I have prepared some answers for this one, Gemma. Oh, right. You're casting for some Josie. You're casting a Christmas panto. Who's starring in it, and what roles are they playing? Oh, the possibilities. First of all, the first thing immediately, and I've thought this for a long time. Abby has to be Dick Whittington. Ah, <gasps> yes, he'd make an She's awesome Dick Whittington. She's the perfect. Dick Whittington and all. or Peter Pan. She w- she would be the lead male character, wouldn't yeah. she? Yeah, she's awesome. She's just got the right amount of spunk for that. And she, I can see her with her hands on her hips, sort of proclaiming things. Yes. Oh, she's perfect. Who would you and have? <laughs> I would have as the cat. Mm. I would have Brian doing his best George Galloway impression, <laughs> like some kind of pervy sexual cat who's just a man crawling around. Would you invite Claudia back just to make a double act with she her? She can be some kind of evil fairy godmother. But is she is she there doing the and old... And she can be like, come here, yeah, come here. And then, and then I'd be like, no, cat, you stupid cat. And everyone would go, all the children would go, no, Mr. Cat, go the other way. Who, who would make a good um, panto dame? I think Brian would be able to make a good, quite a good shot at that. It can't be both. Oh, okay. Um, somebody who'd be nice and over the top and theatrical and would not look bad in a dress. Well, I mean, it depends on what you want to get out of the dress, doesn't it? Um, Steve McDonald Steve, would be a pretty oh, yeah. bloody funny Steve, oh, he'd, he'd, dame. He'd theatricalise what it What about right Ray? <laughs> All I right, don't... children. <laughs> no, he'd be like, he'd, if they were doing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as the pantomime, he'd be, he'd be the, the child catcher. catcher, wouldn't he? What about if Ray was was one of the ugly sisters? Yeah. And everyone hates him, okay. along with Gary. Yeah. Well, can I can I tell you what I prepared for this? Because I didn't want to have a Cinderella again for the Coronation Street Christmas pantomime. I've gone for Snow White 
another classic. Oh, Michelle would be like, and Snow White, obviously. I found it hard to think of a, a, a Snow White. I, I think Michelle, you're right, would want it, but Michelle I don't know whether I'd want to give it to her. Step. I put Carla as the evil queen in Snow yeah. White. I think she'd yeah. be pretty awesome at that. I'd give Snow White to somebody like Nina, maybe, or um, or, or Lucille Hewitt. Perhaps. Yeah. Did she, she, maybe she's been it before in one of the old ones one of the 60s ones Lucille was, was that kind of role or Sarah Lou might make a nice Snow White so those all this is the thing that annoys me about all these traditional fairy stories and stuff is that they are very female dominated because the, the lead character is almost always a girl but they're almost always the most boring insipid girl characters yeah. that you could ever possibly imagine and their ambition is always to find a nice prince and get married at the end well would you give it to like, somebody oh, who boring, the most boring character. The role just like snow harry potter is the most boring character in harry potter or could, could could abby take on the role of snow white and you know give it a bit of pizzazz take it off in a different direction so you're doing snow white so who's yeah. the who are the same dwarves I, I, i'll get to that in a minute okay. but prince charming obviously got his lewis i don't know whether he'll be no, old daniel. for it. yeah i have got daniel on my list as well daniel below, so, um, yeah there's a few people in the who as characters Jamie baldwin who i think would definitely make be like well i'm obviously and it would be daniel would be oh well i'm obviously prince charming yeah and michelle would be like well i'm obviously snow white i think um I think uh, Michael would be quite a fun, cool um, Prince Charming. Oh, he's quite he's charming. really, like, energetic and fun. Yeah. And you need that kind of person in a panto. We know that he's he'd good with children. He'd make a good, like, buttons, wouldn't he, kind of character no, in, a, I want in him to Cinderella. No, Prince Charming. Okay. Right, my, my dwarves then. Yeah. And I have gone sexist. They are all male character dwarves. Rude. So, Sleepy, I've got Stan Ogden. Um, grumpy, Percy Sugden. <laughs> um, dopey, Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Um... Bashful Jerry Booth. Oh, shy. Um, Doc, I've gone for Ernest Bishop. But I mean, you could have something like Curly or whatever. Any character on glasses, basically. Doc just, uh, is Ernest Bishop. Um, happy Dennis Tanner. Yeah, Dennis. Make a lovely happy. Um, and then really that just, old school. I, I have. I don't. I haven't meant to. Uh, I just couldn't think of anyone for Sneezy. I don't, I don't think there's any characters that. <laughs> I think he fall naturally into that role. I think Emma would be cute as Sneezy, even though she's a girl, but I can imagine her just like sneezing and laughing all the time. I have come up with some alternatives, though, because I thought, well, if you can't have a Sneezy, then we need to have a seventh dwarf that can fit the, the roster, otherwise I'd have to change the title and everything. So um, other options, I've got um, Ashley Peacock would be uh, Squeaky. Um, <laughs> David would be Saki. Uh, Alec, Stingy. Yeah. Uh, Todd Sneaky. Yeah. Um, they all begin with S. Yeah, I don't mean that. Fred Elliott or Fred G, to be honest. Tubby. Right. Um, Billy uh, Preachy. Right. Yeah. Um, the f- famous dwarf <laughs> yeah. Preachy. Norris Gossipy. Uh, Peter Boozy. Boozy. <laughs> and um, Reg Purvy. Oh my so god! So any any of those would do as that my seventh like a dwarf court case waiting to happen. Perfect. Evelyn would be nice perfect as like an case. evil queen. She would be excellent in that role. I think that I think that the evil queen needs to be a little bit younger and porcelain. See to me, no, shut up. To me, Pantos, the the plot of them, I don't understand why they bother anymore. Like it's like oh, it's the story of Cinderella, or it's the story of whatever. Literally, they're all the same. All the pandas are the same. It starts off with a girl, and she's like, "Oh, I'm a little girl who lives in a village," and then some kind of magnificent thing happens that she wishes she could be a part of. And then some magic happens, and she gets to be a part of it. And then at the end, there's a song. Mm. Oh, wouldn't wouldn't um, I can't really see how they're they're different from one another at all. Mary make a nice fairy godmother. Yeah, 
she'd be jolly and um and rotund. That's what, that's you don't need to you say need. rotund. I think I'm done. I'm all exhausted of Christmassy ideas and indeed <laughs> Christmassy festive themed questions. Oh, I hope that everybody enjoyed that. That was really good fun to, yeah. to think of some ideas for Christmas things. Hope that put the bang in your cracker today, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, as, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get this out on um, on Christmas Day or Boxing Day and then you just have to wait a little bit longer to the, get the normal... I thought we were going to get it out earlier rather no, than later. I don't, oh, I don't know. Haven't decided yet. Michael, don't be so selfish. Just Why am I being selfish? Because I said we should do it early because it's Christmas. No, we're going to get something else out on Christmas Eve. Right, let's we'll talk go. talk about this later. <laughs> you'll find out who won the argument because you'll know when it got <laughs> uploaded. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you all have a lovely, wonderful, happy, jolly Christmas. Happy Christmas, We everyone. love you all. You're yes. the most amazing listeners ever. Oh, have you, has anyone said that you your listening skills are joy. incredible? Well done. Oh, such good listeners. <laughs> love it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Ching, 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 ching. Slay bells. Bye.